Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb that we call Planet Earth, third rock from the sun. Man, we really lucked out with this big, beautiful blue-green orb, don't you think? Like, like, like this just got cities on it Is and it- like bears and snakes. It came pretty uh, fully furnished. It was pretty great. Yeah, I didn't have to do any work to make this planet like the way it is. In fact, I think I've made it a worse place, like as far as carbon footprint goes. Probably. Yeah, (laughs) but like, you know, I just showed up and there was like an NES in my house already when I was born, and like, like, damn, I really lucked out. Imagine if you were born on like Mars or something. Like they have nothing over there. Not even people. Yeah, that would suck. That would suck if I born on Mars. I do take umbrance with the fact that you say the third rock from the sun, yeah. though, because there's probably like other rock formations between. There the definitely sun and isn't Earth. there like a asteroid belt between us and. Oh no, that's after that Mars. Can't be true. There's a there's a there's an asteroid belt after, in our solar system. There's two asteroid belts in our solar system. There's like the Cooper Belt and the. There's an asteroid belt between, I think, Mars and Jupiter, and I think there's another one at between Saturn and Uranus. We are really quickly getting into the fact that I don't know anything <laughs> about anything. And I don't, okay, I'm going to make her embarrassed, but, uh, and, and I don't think it's rare, because, like, I, okay, so a certain fiancé of mine can't, has difficulties listing the planets from, from how close they are, like. Oh, I could from, not do that. Really? No, there's no way I could do that. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I can't even list like all the states that touch Michigan. And there's probably like three. <laughs> Whoa. Like, could you try to list the planets from the oh, sun? Oh, God. It's going to be really embarrassing. I don't even know <laughs> if I know the first one. Okay. Oh, okay. I won't Mercury. Make... Yes. That's all you. And then. It's not Earth because we know that's a third rock from the sun. Is Mars four or two? Yes, four. Okay. So then Mercury. I give up. I, what's the second one? Venus. I thought I would have thought Venus was way really? the opposite direction. Man, maybe I'm just a nerd because I you are not definitely not the first person that has had difficulties with that. In fact, I feel like most of the people I ask don't know. And I to me, I thought it was just like a like something everyone knew, like the alphabet, pretty much. Uh, I guess I'm just the asshole. <laughs> no, you're the you're the space cutie. I guess you're the so. space nerd. Well, Emily, I think you can take some umbrance. And is that the word? Did I use that word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned a new word today. I mean, I might have been using it wrong. I don't even know what the planets are. So. Emily, you can take some uh, consolation in the fact that uh, a guy with a master's degree also did not know <laughs> the order of the planets. Hey, I don't have a master's in space, bro. <laughs> Master, what's your, what's your master's in space? space. <laughs> Tell Neil deGrasse Tyson that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, if you've never listened to them, wait, I forget. I feel like I got off on a tangent there and I was making an initial point. Oh yeah. Just on planet earth. Yeah. Third rock from the sun. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, in case you've never listened to the Michael the Pre variety hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, no sculptors, directors, writers, uh, centaurs, uh, murderers, uh, all sorts of different crazy people. But, Today is a little different. We're taking a different approach to this episode. If you've been listening for a while, you know that sometimes I like to slow down. You know, life kind of goes at you fast. You know, we have a lot of fun, upbeat musicians on here. And sometimes you just got to take it back, kick it back, sit down with a buddy, Mm -hmm. and just have a little chill chat. Uh, Not to say that... Uh, my, my friend over here is not an artist in his own right. Uh, but sometimes you just gotta, you know, I know, I know sometimes you, you guys want to listen in and find out who the next hot artist is, but you know, sometimes it's nice to just take a step back and see what's, see what the news is with friendship. (laughs) That was a long way of just saying it's just going to be a chill episode today. Heck yeah. (laughs) Because... There's a special occasion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day that this podcast is being released, 
uh, June 17th, episode number 135. Uh, my BFFL, uh, BFF4L, is moving. He's on a plane, uh, probably at the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to it, like, the day of. What time is your plane leaving? Um, I think at 6 a.m. is cow. my first flight. Yeah. And I am moving to Tokyo, Japan, Tokyo, baby. Tokyo, Japan for a year yeah, at least. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, at uh, minimum, no more than, uh, no less than one year. Hopefully. Yes. Like, hopefully you don't just get homesick like a little baby. Right. And move back. Because you're not going to be welcome because I'm going to be moving into your, your room. Yikes. You are actually... Replacing me, I'm a scab as my parents' <laughs> youngest child. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be, and I'm even younger than you, so they'll have to start changing diapers again. Um, yeah, that sounds that <laughs> sounds accurate. Uh, so you, uh, this is your second chill chat, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've we've You're chill chatted before. First ever two time chill chat champion. Dang, accolades. Yeah. Uh, so yes, your it's your name honor. is Matthew Morley. Uh, in owner uh, and proprietor of uh, of Morley Candy. That's not entirely accurate. But you were you could have been mm, in a different reality. Yes, in a different reality, you would be the empire leader of the Morley Candy and Saunders Candy. And I would have opened one on Mercury. You wouldn't even know how to get there. <laughs> People would point at the Which sky. direction would I go in? East. I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> and well, I mean, doesn't it depend too on like where in the whole, you know, yeah. rotation we yeah. are? Yeah, cardinal directions don't really work in space. And no one can hear you scream. It's just, I don't, it's not for me. Because you, you know, th- I like screaming a lot. I love to scream. <laughs> and, and if it, no one can hear it, then what's the point? Exactly. I need to be heard. Yeah. I mean, people could hear you scream if you were in like uh, inside of like a ship, spaceship. Right. And there was like a you know air in there for the the sound to travel and that. But if you're just out in the vacuum, it doesn't even like if you're out in the vacuum of space and you're screaming, you're I mean you probably wouldn't because you'd probably be dead already. I mean, what's there to even do out there? In Not space? a lot. There's like, like a McDonald's like... on the moon. Great. But I bet how that... long do you think until there's a McDonald's on the moon? It's I think before I live in the United States of America again, there will be a McDonald's <laughs> on the moon. So at least at at, at least uh, in a year from now, there will be a McDonald's. Very possibly <laughs> yeah. on the moon. I could see it. As soon as there's space, there's like a train to the moon. I feel like there's going to be uh, um, a, a McDonald's there. Like once there's like a quick way for people to just kind of get there and be a tourist on the moon. There's going to be a McDonald's, at least, like, orbiting the moon, at the very least. That's uh, the number one cultural experience that I'm looking forward to having, is trying the <laughs> menu items uh, at fast food restaurants yeah. in Japan that I, we don't get here. I would legitimately, um, I don't know if you're being sarcastic, but I would be legitimately excited for that. I, I would definitely say it's not my number one. No. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it is It is definitely fun. Um, my favorite is uh, in Japan, for those of you that don't know, Um they're really big in the Japanese language on onomatopoeias, mm-hmm. so little sounds um, like pika means spark. Mm-hmm. So Pikachu goes pika pika because it's <laughs> spark, like spark, spark, spark. like really he cute. makes little sparks. <laughs> and Jigglypuff's name in Japanese is pudding, which pudding. literally just means pudding. Mm-hmm. But then when things are bouncy, they go pudding, pudding. <laughs> um, so Jigglypuff's a bouncy little pudding. Mm-hmm. But then also when there's like manga and a woman's breasts are bouncing around, it will say pudding, pudding. Oof. Oof. That's so a, a big oof. <laughs> Jigglypuff is actually just a giant perv. Yeah. That's really into boobs. You know, speaking of Jigglypuff, uh, the director of Detective Pikachu, which... That was a fun, cute little movie. I will see it. Um, the the I believe okay, I might be misquoting. I, I I think I'm pretty sure it was the director of, or the writer of Detective Pikachu that said that they want to make a sequel. Uh, that's like a Jigglypuff like fronted sequel that is like American Idol style. Oh yeah, like, like her singing career. Yes. would be really really. Adorable. I am all in. I would be on, on board. That. I'd be uh, super into that. Because, like, th- the interesting thing is, like, Detective Pikachu, they're, 
I don't, I'm not spoiling anything, but I don't, there couldn't really be a sequel to it, like a direct, like, sequel with those characters, and it would just be weird, you know, like, it just, go see the movie, you'll understand why I'm saying that, but, uh, Everyone dies at the end. Everyone is a massive nuclear explosion yeah. destroying destroys half of the po- half of the population disappears. Yep, yep. Just um, a big, you know, and it all goes away. By the way, speaking of that, I uh, mm. also saw Avengers Endgame, and we're not going to get into it. No, we're not. But, not on this podcast. But for the listeners of this podcast who know that I have uh, been going on a journey through the last like two months of listening or watching all the Marvel movies and uh, you know re re learning it because I had stopped watching after Iron Man 3 pretty much. Um, you learned to love again. I learned to love again and I I'm just going to say that I loved Endgame with all my little baby boy heart. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> you did not love Endgame. I would like the record to show that I very much disliked it. And, we and I loved Infinity War and <laughs> I'm not that's, that's as far as we're going to go but I just want the entire world to know I didn't like Endgame but <laughs> More importantly, onomatopoeias. Onomatopoeias. Pika pika, pudding pudding. Yes. Uh, because we were talking about fast food items. Yes. yes. So one of my favorites uh, that Japan had, uh, which I don't, I think we actually did get some variation of here, was KFC. Uh, they had shaka shaka chicken, and shaka is shake, and so you would get your chicken. And you put it in a bag, and then you'd pick out your seasoning, and you'd dump the seasoning in the bag, and then you'd fold it up, and you'd go shaka, 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 and <laughs> shake it up. And then uh, that was uh, one of the fun fast food items. That... That's a lot of fun. Don't they have, like, a black burger at, like, Burger King or something over there at McDonald's? Yeah, and, like, the bun is black, and they're all into that. And... Are they made out of squid ink, or is it just, like, I don't know. food coloring? I have definitely been asked that. Um... Why don't you know? In exactly... I leave in exactly... 30 days from the time of recording. And about and, one hour from the time of this release. <laughs> uh, within 24 hours of my arrival in Japan, I will know everything there is to know about mm-hmm. all fast food menu items in Japan at all establishments. You really pulled back the curtain on how far ahead I record this. <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to do that? That's fine. Big uh, reveal. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm normally very vague about it, but yeah, it's exactly 30 days from now. It's just it's just a big fun milestone. We are one month out. I don't know why I'm recording this so far ahead of time. So many, like an episode, uh, I think the last episode of June, uh, which is going to be a real fun one, um, I've already recorded like three weeks ago from the recording of this. Ooh. So that one's recorded like two months ahead of time. Ooh. Just because scheduling <laughs> it's actually it's actually good that you're doing this so far ahead of time because i'm doing what do they call it the irish goodbye the irish exit i'm actually oh. getting on a plane after this podcast and going to japan thanks for telling me <laughs> i'm moving 30 days sooner than i told everyone else that would be messed up so that i didn't have to like you know that would be messed up <laughs> like maybe pika. maybe like a couple days before but if you moved a whole month before so that would hey, not dude. be cool. i would i would the the uh, by the way, oh wait, no, it passed by the time this is released, but there's a party for, for Matt Morley going to be at the Ann Hall uh, the week before the release of this episode. If so. you're listening to this episode and you weren't at my party, you're dead. I'm not going to tell you to unsubscribe because this isn't my podcast don't, and don't I don't want to do that to your subscriber count, but like, how dare you, Yeah. first of all? Mm-hmm. Speaking of subscribing, go subscribe to the other Planet Ed podcast shows, uh, such as Best Song Ever, hosted by Luke and, and Luke and Ben. Is that their names? No, I don't remember, and I don't have my, my notes here. But uh, follow it. Uh, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Great, great. They they list off their favorite songs of the week, and it's blast. And also go check out Fumbling Around with Tom Steinman. Uh, love love that boy. Give him smooch on the cheeks. Well, smooch. And also the Gaberhood. Um, are uh, they? I feel like they haven't released an episode. I mean, they haven't released one in the last couple of weeks as the time of this recording. Maybe they've released a lot more since then. But uh, the episodes they do have are a whole lot of fun. Super strong. I'd recommend you check them out. Planet Net Podcasts, the, the uh, P-P-P-A-P-C-U is, is growing. Heck yeah. And uh, it's a lot of fun, so... Just wanted to go off on that little tangent there. I love it. I like it. <sighs> I can be your I can be your your reporter in the streets. Yeah. Of the Narima Ward of Tokyo. 
I can. Are you gonna Are you gonna Skype me in? Can I do a, a phone yeah. interview? Yes. Because as of as of time of recording, let's see. If you're recording stuff at 11 a.m. on a Saturday, it'll uh-huh. be um, it'll be like what midnight going you, into Sunday. You would know better than I would. And I have I have I have Sunday Mondays off, so it'll be perfect. I'll be like staying up late. I'll be like, hey, hey, friend. I'm just in my. You'll have, you'll have Emily's same schedule. She has Sunday Mondays off. Oh, cool. But I mean, it'll be weird because you're like the whole day ahead. It's really weird that you have to divide your time amongst your fiance and your best friend. Yes. <laughs> I think you should maybe suggest that Emily change her schedule. Yes, I think that's that's probably fair. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, that would that sounds like fun. We could have you call in from from see how things are going over in Tokyo. Uh huh. Checking yeah. on in. Um, Man, yeah. I'm really going. And yeah, you're going. And people are going to be able to uh, keep up with you over there. And how can people do that? Ooh, plug in the old Soch. Plug um, in the Soch. I would say... Normally do that at the end, but I wanted to talk about uh, the other thing that you're going to be doing. Or you plan on doing, right? My little my little blog? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. I got to get that going. I don't even yeah. like really have the whole like URL sitch figured oh, out on that. So I would say... Uh, for pictures, the best thing to do is follow me on the old Instagram. That's mm-hmm. going to be uh, 15 spelled out. So just the word 15 underscore steps, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plural, uh, which I found out. Um, so that's a reference to a Radiohead song, or it's just the name of a Radiohead song off in Rainbows. Uh, I've been using that as a handle and like gamer tag and stuff for like a decade um or however long that album's been out for i found out like a few months ago that the song's actually called 15 step singular oh no and i've just had an s on the end of my handle uh which you know which doesn't make sense 15 step like it's a 15 step move a 15 step plan oh maybe yeah like a two-step, but we're doing a 15-step? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm pluralized. Uh, so 15 steps on the old Instagram. Uh, same on Twitter, which if you want a little more uh, intimate look into my my thoughts mm-hmm. and my feels, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter is a good place for that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'll have a blog um, that's... Uh, I hope it's there's stuff that I should do a little post before I leave. Mm-hmm. It'll be 12 a.m. in Tokyo.com. Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. There should be something up by now. Yeah. Commit to it. Uh-huh. Commit to it now. Future Matt. You better have something up by now when you're listening to this on the plane. Or you'll have to unsubscribe from this podcast. And you can't do no, that to your best friend. No, stop telling anybody no, to me unsubscribe. personally, me personally, future Matt, I'm telling, if I don't have my stuff together, mm-hmm. I have to unsubscribe. And I know I won't do that because you're my best friend in the whole world. You're my beautiful bubby baby boy. <laughs> and I won't unsubscribe from your podcast. So that's like, that's how serious this it is. It just seems like it's more of a punishment for me than it is for you. <laughs> it would hurt me so bad uh-huh. to unsubscribe from your podcast. <laughs> I gotta. I will stop saying that. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> no. I could see how that could just be... I don't. I don't want to. I, I want to bring that. Energy if you don't like, your... if anyone listening doesn't like the show, you don't have to keep listening. <laughs> I thought it's the world's only mandatory podcast. It is. Yeah, that's true. You know what? Never mind. It's against the law to not listen. Keep listening, you dum dums. If you didn't know, the Michael the Variety Hour is the world's only mandatory podcast. Uh, and if you didn't know that, that means you've been breaking the law <laughs> for a while. So, yikes! Um, please turn yourself into the proper authorities. Um, that the, being the world police. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, is I don't make the rules. I didn't make the law. It just happened. Um, I so. feel I feel really honored to have been featured so heavily on the world's only like mandatory eight podcast. plus billion people are listening to your voice right now. Eight plus billion. Yeah. Plus everyone that lives on Mercury. Yes, and and Mars. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you could uh, rank the planets in order of like how much you would like to get it on with them what would it be i was going to interrupt you and say something sexual and then Then here we are talking about fucking the planets um like okay first of all uranus is the obvious choice uranus (laughs) uranus i'm trying to not be like sexual about it it's uranus it's uranus is the actual pronunciation of it your anus okay i you know what? I'm gonna leave that one in last place. Oh yeah. Too obvious. Too obvious and too cold. Right. Well. Eh. Eh. Too cold. Okay. I like uh Saturn. 
Saturn would be cool. The rings. Saturn's a thick mama. Yeah. It's got something to grab onto. Oh, God. <laughs> I just I would like to just slide around on them rings a little bit. Yeah. And that's really it. Honestly. And it's not that I'm like over here like necessarily strongly advocating for monogamy or anything like that. It's just that like I would settle down with Saturn. That someone put a ring on it already. So you might be cuckold with somebody. Bro. <laughs> But also, Jupiter and Saturn are both gas giants, uh, so you, there, you would just kind of—it <laughs> wouldn't work, I don't think. You just kind of slip right through, and then you get crushed by its gravity. I mean, you're implying that having sex with other planets—you could find a, a place on Mars to stick it, and it would be fine. But not on a gas giant. No, literally no. <laughs> I don't think. Which ones are the gas giants? Saturn and Jupiter. I am spiritually actively having a threesome with both those planets right now <laughs> in the middle difficult. of this podcast. You know how far away they are from each other? I know, and that's how close our bond is. Have you ever... Uh, do you know anything about the Voyager uh, space uh, Is that a Star Trek no. thing? No. Yeah, isn't Star Trek Voyager? Star Trek Voyager is a show, but that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, and no. then... the Go on. Uh, so, they the Voyager's... Uh, the Voyager mission is these two satellites that were sent off back in like the 70s. Oh, with the gold record? Yes. That had like a bunch of like dope ciphers on it and yes. stuff? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but you, but their whole thing was using, you know, because their their initial mission was to get like an, like close-up shots of Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, and Uranus. Uranus. Damn, I said it wrong. <laughs> uh, I think it was actually initially pronounced Uranus, but then they started pronouncing it Uranus. To just like thwart the yes. like people that wanted to be silly. They're like, this is science. Yeah, we don't say silly, goofy things in science. Uh, but yeah, so they were, the thing whole thing was they used like each planet's orbit mm-hmm. to slingshot. Oh yeah, the planet, the... the the thing to to so they could go faster to it. And even using that method, it took years to get to each planet. Uh-huh. Even the planets that were like relatively close to each other. Yeah. Like I just think it's cool. <laughs> I I don't know why I went off on that tangent. There's this Space ne- podcast baby. There's this Netflix documentary called The Farthest and if you thought that a documentary about satellites in space couldn't be thrilling uh, and just like on the edge of your seat and just wow like you're wrong space is cool bro space is real cool i just i'm really still stuck on sending gold records with hip-hop ciphers on them out into space and so like here's my movie pitch is basically that happens because we want to prove to other intelligent life out in the universe that we have the dopest beats and sickest rhymes Uh And then some aliens challenge us. Ooh. It's basically Space Jam, but with rapping instead of basketball. Oh, I thought it was going to be 8 Mile, but with aliens instead of Eminem. Both. Yeah, 8 Mile Space yeah. Jam. Yeah, 8 Without Mile Michael Space Jordan or Jam. Eminem and, not, and with rapping instead of basketball. Yes. I think you're on to something. Uh-huh. <laughs> this could be your uh, magnum opus. Your magna it. carta. Yep. That's actually why I'm... Leaving the country for a little bit is to just really focus on my writing, mm-hmm. uh, and I just kind of showed my hand early. Yeah, but that's the script that I'm working on. Who'd win in a fight, Lil Wayne or Jay Z? Like a fist fight? Yes. How about just in every type of fight, Lil Wayne? <laughs> I am. Don't get me started. Lil Wayne would win every fight. Every fight. With if anyone. I, if one rapper were to know more about the planets of the solar system. Lil Wayne or Jay-Z, it'd be Lil Wayne. Yeah. Are you saying that as a front against Jay-Z or as a props to Both. Lil Wayne? Okay. I love I love Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Dorky, like, late high school, early college, white Matt Morley. There is a, a love for Lil Wayne that will never go away. Mm-hmm. Something like my daddy. Mixtape Wheezy, that stuff between the Carter 2 and 3, like the Drought 2, Dedication 3, those mixtapes are fucking amazing. No Ceilings, amazing mixtape. Jay Z, I have nothing. I have nothing good to say about Jay Z. <laughs> you don't like. You don't like Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Stop Ghoul, it. Zombie with no Stop. conscience. Question: What does he still have in common? You don't like that. <laughs> if 
it were up to Jay Z to defend the Earth from rapping aliens, that <laughs> were would we fail. would be fucked. Yeah. Who? What would your Avengers team be? <laughs> Who would send against? Uh, you you got to have some. You can't just be like all like you know like classic super like strong rappers. You got to have like you know you got to have your you know your Captain Americas, your Iron Man, your your Hawkeyes. Got to have your Black Widows. Uh huh. You know who would you send? Who would your team of five be? Of like of our our musicians of our who what rappers would you send to def- to oh, to defend against uh you could have like an art like you could have like a uh, uh Swaley you know like a you know, maybe they're not a rapper but they like you know like perform on rap songs, sure yeah. maybe like a, maybe they gotta have like a pop star in there yeah you know like, I feel could, like I would send like Ari yeah you could send Ari okay yeah yeah so like but you, like. I just I haven't I haven't really been tuned in. I haven't been listening to rap like at all lately. Yeah, the way that I used a, to. You have enough. Of, you have enough of a knowledge. But I feel like I'm gonna be like, oh, like Travis Scott for sure. And then it's like, oh, like I haven't been following the scene, and it turns out that Travis Scott is like a cannibal now or something. <laughs> like it's just like you know what I mean. Like just people people are just revealing their hands left and right, yeah. and I'm just gonna name drop someone that's just like really problematic. I, I've been kind of more tuned in, so I'll let you know. If you Honestly. Know. If Travis Scott was eating people, though, like I'd say, like put him at the top of my list. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could he could defend against aliens in more ways than Fuck one. Fuck yeah, I'd put a little B in there. Little B. Yeah. Wow. A hundred percent. Wow. Like ten thousand percent. Wow. That fucking goofball. Why? And not even for like. He I, is a god. He's the base god. Mm-hmm. First of all, he followed my he followed this he podcast does. on Twitter. Wait, wait, I did not know that. Yes, he followed me. Because, you know, he follows, like, 10 million people. Oh, but, yeah. like, I know that it's, you know. But you know what? There's 8 billion people on the planet. How many Twitter accounts are there? You know? Lil B He follows the me. Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Or he did at least a while ago. I don't know if he unfollowed, but I don't think he does unfollow. That would be messed up. I don't yeah. think he does that. But, yeah. Lil B doesn't strike me as the type of person to, like, follow for follow and then unfollow you to no, get his ratio good. No, he definitely good. doesn't. <laughs> he's definitely not because he's following millions of people. But, uh, yeah, he followed the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, so he knows. Lil B's a goofball. So I would put him on my list too, probably. I mean, he can, like, if you go back and, like, you listen to, like, the pack and stuff, like, he can actually rap. Like, Mm -hmm. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Is what I'll say. And that's why I would put him up there. I'd put... So your list is Travis Scott, Ari... Cannibalistic Travis Scott. (laughs) Only if he's a cannibal. Uh If he's not a cannibal, then he's out. Lil B. Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) All the greatest rappers. Um, God, who else? Um, who was that Korean dude that with all the uh, Keith Ape? Keith Ape, Itchy Ma. Oh, Underwater Squad. Yeah, the Orca Ninjas. <laughs> Orca Put him Ninjas up there. go right. Loco? Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> the Orca Ninjas go Rambo. He would Underwater be up there. Underwater Squad. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Mm-hmm. And um. So. Oh no, I can't say that. Um there's there's been I think some highly proficient uh rappers that's uh from the area. Mm-hmm. And I think that um you may know a few. Mm-hmm. There's one that I would definitely put on my list. I have no idea what you're saying. He was possibly a guest on this show once. Um, Nebber the Tiger? I don't know. Novocaine? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're talking about... You're talking... Okay, I know who you're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name, though. Exactly. Oh, man. No one would see it coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's uh, my... Did I get five? He was the... Uh, he was the... Uh, spectral. He was uh, also a paranormal... Um, Investigator. Oh, yeah, he'd be good too. Yeah, <laughs> D Money for Show. D Money for Show. So D Money for Show, Cannibalistic, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. uh, Lil B, Ariana Grande, and Keith Ape, <laughs> the top five rappers <laughs> that you would send on a mission. Uh huh. That's like the Guardians of the Galaxy of rappers. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hodgepodge right there. <laughs> and again, I cannot stress this enough. Only if Travis Scott is actively eating human flesh right now. Who, if he do- isn't, who would you send? 
um, cannibalistic Lil Wayne. Okay, but he definitely is. Yeah, one of them has to eat people. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's for the good of the, the planet. Wait, no, Lil Wayne has two albums called I Am Not a Human Being. Uh-huh. So if he ate humans, he wouldn't be a cannibal. That's a good... <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a melon scratcher for sure. That is a melon scratcher. <laughs> well, that's I'm really showing my hand here is uh, knowledgeable on the old hip hop front. Hip, the old hip hop. Uh, who would I send? I think I would send Lil Yachty. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, just, I think he'd be he'd be fun. He'd just be fun to have mm-hmm. around. I feel like on the battlefield. I like. I know that you're just framing. You're picturing this like a Marvel movie in yeah. your head, which yeah. is like. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sending Yachty, I'm sending yep. Lil Boat. Um who else am I? For those that don't know, that's all one person. Yes. I'm sending Novocaine. Uh he's my friend. <laughs> he was on uh I think a month ago at the time of this release, but he's great. He's got that he's got that star crossed attitude, and I just think he'd he'd be good in a fight. That's a big stretch. Yeah. Stretching oh, it yeah, out. Yeah, stretched there. out my back right now. I'm sending Novocaine. I'm sending Lil Boat. I'm sending uh I'm sending Future. <laughs> okay. I think he would be um uh unpredictable. Uh in a in a in a rap battle. I think I feel like if he, he threw out his King's Dead verse uh to a uh, like because you know, I, I think I'd send Kendrick too. So like Kendrick would like be you know really starting to like blow their minds like okay they're like oh, I don't know what to do with this I don't know what to do and then future comes in la di da di da like throwing things out the window is that how he raps uh, he has that can one... you do that again la di da di da nice <laughs> you don't know that verse I don't oh my god no it's, it's I from, know fuck up some commas it's from it's from the the it's from the Black Panther inspired album that Kendrick and and the weekend put together. Oh. Um, and it's this verse from that's like, um, you know, this like super good song with like J rock and Kendrick and, uh, and, and future has like a good verse in there too. Uh-huh. But then he throws in this totally insane verse. That's like, <laughs> got memed to hell and like, it's I super did not know strange. anything about this. I need um, to look it up later. I'll, yeah, I'll show you later. I, I just realized, though, like the whole like the whole crux of like, do you know who the main villain is in this movie about battling aliens that rap? Who? Lil Wayne. Oh, he's the villain? Because he's not a human being. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. We should have, like, but you wouldn't know that at first, yeah. right? Like, he'd be on Earth, and you'd be, he'd be, like, kind of helping. Yeah. And, like, kind of, but, but then he'd be like, I'm, like reti- I'm retired from that game, baby. That's a wonderful way. <laughs> that was impression. a good impression. <laughs> okay. It wasn't? No, sir. Do an impression a little way. Young money. <laughs> okay, I was doing like 2006 Lil Wayne. You're doing current Lil Wayne. Is that how he? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I actually did just download uh, dedicated Dedication 6 and Dedication 6 Reloaded, mm-hmm. which came out a few months ago. Ooh. New Lil Wayne. I think I'm still tapes. missing a few people. Who do I have? I got Novocaine, Lil Boat, Future, uh, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think I'm sending... I think I'm sending Ice Cube. Because Ice Cube. I think yeah, he's like yeah. he's like going to be like the dad. You know, of the of the uh, rap Avengers, you know, he'll keep everyone in line. I see. He's like the Captain America. Oh, I would like, I would send all like weirdos. Like, with Lil B, you, you know. You didn't already? <laughs> I mean, kind of, but like, I I think like Del the Funky Homo Sapien needs Ooh. to be in there. I think Cool Keith needs to be in there. I feel like there. Del the Funky Homo Sapien someone like who probably has already fought someone in space before. A hundred percent. That's why he's best equipped to do this job. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. We're geniuses. There's a lot of rappers wow. that, could, that could fight aliens. Uh, and I think they have the opportunity. <laughs> I feel bad for other podcasts right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Just because it's stupid how good this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all other podcasts. Be embarrassed. I'm entertained right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Anywho. 
so you and I have had uh, some points of contention lately uh, that have affected Uh-oh. our relationship. Uh, and it has come in the form of a virtual man with a barbed wire covered baseball bat. Are we gonna are we talking about Negan? We're talking about Negan. In Tekken Seven? Yes. And we won't go too much into it because Oh, we can get into it, baby. Because you no know, no, not a lot of people care about video games. But I think it's important to note. If you're not familiar with Tekken Seven, it's like this awesome martial arts based fighting game. Uh it's like one of the best fighting games ever. Uh, and you know, they got some wacky characters in there. They got like a guy with like a leopard mask wrestler character and is that a mask or is he an actual leopard man i'm pretty sure it's a mask i feel like he's a man leopard (laughs) could be uh but then they have like these like big wacky hulk character they've got like uh literally a bear yeah (laughs) like just just a bear quite a bear just a bear but they added you know some fighting games they i had like guest characters and stuff like mortal kombat x had like Jason Voorhees and yep. uh, Michael Myers and stuff like not Michael Myers. And they did have Michael. Yeah, they had Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Leatherface, right? In Mortal Kombat, X. they had all of them. They had Freddy Krueger was in nine. Freddy was in one of them. They had an alien and a yes, a, the Necromorph and Predator were in X as well. Anyway, uh, so in Tekken they had some guest characters. They added like Final Fantasy fifteen guy, mm-hmm. uh, and in this they added freaking Negan from. The, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead TV show. Um, Into like, like a martial arts fighting game. Like it's... anime face <laughs> game, but he's like total normal face guy. It's a, just an aesthetic nightmare. He looks he... very weird. He's, his model is very good, but his animation is scary. Uh, it's like weird looking, and he does not fit in the game, and I hate that he's in it. Uh, but we discovered something the other day when we were playing together, Matt and I, mm-hmm. that Matt is unbeatable when he plays as Negan. My Negan game is unstoppable. I ha- I did not let him change characters. It's upsetting. He, you beat me like 20 times in a row. I don't take joy in this. I don't like it. I want... Let the record show. Let all 8 billion listeners, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, know... Mm-hmm. That I am not allowed to play as other characters until Michael defeats Negan. And this is just going to be your own undoing, friend. You're just digging yourself a deeper hole because I have been in the mood to play Tekken lately. So I've been playing for several hours online at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm only playing as Negan. <laughs> and I I don't own the game yet. I've only been playing it with you and like when we go to the arcade. So and I'm I have it shipping, so I haven't even been able to practice. And we're going after this recording to go play more. So I am very afraid for my pride. <laughs> you, got, you got so tilted that you bought the game. Yeah. <laughs> you got true. so mad that you purchased the game so that you could get better. I'm I'm my biggest fear is in this next month uh, that I will still not beat you before you leave, and then I won't have a pl- way to play you in it right until but that's that's like the ultimate story right is then like you're training while i'm gone and maybe i'm like i fall off and i'm not that into tekken or maybe i'm playing guys in arcades in the akihabara and becoming fucking amazing at tekken and then we meet again you know say a year from now and you're like ha 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 it's like the anime situation we meet on the battlefield and you go you're all confident, and then I crush you. Yeah, maybe you wreck my shit. I welcome the day because I don't want to play as Negan anymore. I hate him. You can't play as Negan, not just against me. You can't play as anyone but Negan against anyone. I don't feel like I'm even playing Tekken. I feel like I'm playing <laughs> a different game. And like I fought, like what's Elise, the woman with the chainsaw arms? Is that her name? Uh, yeah. I should know. But like I love her, and I fought someone playing as her last night, and I was like... I want to be her. <laughs> That's who I like. She's all cute and like quiet and stuff. And I'm this big fucking idiot with a <laughs> baseball bat. No one has weapons in that game. I know. I'm just swinging a bat at people. This dude does not belong in this game. They have their other guest characters. They have uh, Akuma from the Street Fighter franchise. They have yeah. Geese Howard from the King of Fighters franchise. They have stuff that makes sense. Do people still watch The Walking Dead? I don't know. And no in one Japan. Talks about it. 
like, because this is a Japanese-ass video game. Yeah. Is The Walking Dead, is Negan huge in Japan for some know. reason? It could He's be. He's the worst. Yeah, and he has the, <laughs> easily, the worst intros and outros of anyone in that game. He just talks about pissing your pants and shitting your pants. What is and... wrong with him? <laughs> He's like, I hope you got your shitting pants on. What are your shitting pants? Yeah. Do you have your pants that's specifically designated to shit in? Or like, yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Like, these pants are like well equipped to be shit in or just like, hey, these are the pants I like to wear when I know I'm going to have to take a huge dump. Like, does it matter what <laughs> pants you're wearing when they're around your fucking ankles? You know what? I can relate to that, actually. Negan, I have... So there are some pants that are better to wear when you're pooping than not. But they're just around your ankles. Yeah, but some pants are tighter around the waist. So you can't, like, spread your uh, legs that much, you hmm. know? Uh, so you gotta, so, like, you know, sometimes you gotta, like, wear some stretchier pants. I mean, you can just take them off, off from around your ankles. If you're in your house, yeah. you can't just be taking your pants off in a public restroom. I, sometimes I just get naked in the bathroom <laughs> stall, like at the office. Full naked. Yeah, just take your shoes, socks off. In the stalls, like when other people can walk in and just see, yeah. see your bare feet and ankles. Oh, mm-hmm. That's yep, upsetting. That's what I do. So you have to learn to defeat Negan because I hate playing as him. I will. I'm going to beat him today. You can tell everybody hates him because when I play online, I uh, you can skip your own intro video but not the other person's. And when I like win and then I rematch someone, I let his whole dumb intro play and it's so long and annoying and he like walks out of his trailer and he's making a weird ass face <laughs> and there's this weird awkward pause and, and then he's weird like weird animation Are you pissing yourself yet <laughs> and then it gets to the other persons and they're just mashing fucking x to skip theirs so they can come and like try to beat me again but mm-hmm. like it's just i got some hate messages last night <laughs> really yeah i, I sent you i sent, sent screenshots w- this guy sent me a message and he said it was so unfun beating you because he finally like bested me after a few, mm-hmm. um, and I just started replying really silly. I was like, I'm always really wholesome to people yeah. on the internet. He seemed I, like he was like kind of being a good sport. He about it. once I like was being weird back, then he like changed his tone. Yeah, yeah. but I was like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't have more fun. I was like, I hope you have more fun matches later tonight. Yeah. And he's like, I uninstalled the game. <laughs> he was like. <laughs> He was big mad. And then he like just started giving me unsolicited advice. He said he sh- I should play as Steve, which because he didn't know that I have to play as Negan. Yeah, you're cursed. And uh, I, he's, he's like, you should play as Steve. And I was like, oh, is he the prettiest one or does he have the biggest muscles? <laughs> and then he was this guy he, I didn't s- send you after that. He was sending me like... 15 to 20 second long voice messages and what? he was just like talking about Steve combos. What? And I was just like, I like the pretty boys. <laughs> I I yeah yeah. Uh yeah, and Negan totally just does not fit your personality. Oh god, I know. I want to be all the cute characters. Like I my two mains are uh King and Asuka and that. And I feel like they fit me pretty yeah. well. You know, like the the big wrestler character, and then like the kind of like uh, cute little ass kicker kind of thing. I've always thought of you as a leopard. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and your main characters, other than Negan, now I guess are like, you know, Elise. You know, the little like robot chainsaw arms waifu and mm-hmm. Lucky Chloe. <sighs> yeah, Lucky Chloe is like you to a T. Uh, but now your main is Negan. <laughs> Oh, and the um, and, and now actually, I'm thinking about it, it is more. It is starting to fit you more. This like <laughs> troll ass, trollish like, nature yeah. underneath the surface. I think, I think even after I I free you of your curse, you're still gonna just be playing as Negan. Possibly, it's uh, like oh, it's such garbage. But yeah, I was doing all right online ranked last night. I think my win rate was around like seventy percent, sixty five. Oh my god! On uh, ranked matches. Um, and then I guess the last thing we should say about Tekken for those uh, that are listening to just get the full visual image, uh, if you know what Negan looks like, uh, there's a really fun character customizer <laughs> in uh, Tekken, and I put Negan in chaps and gave him a cowboy hat, a white and cowboy hat, hipster glasses, and then he has flapping angel wings. Yeah, <laughs> he looks pretty stylish. He's pretty cute. <laughs> uh, not into it. Well. 
maybe you ought to go put your shitting pants on. So here's the thing. Like, I want to continue to... Even if, if I don't beat your Negan mm-hmm. by the time you leave, I still want to, like, yeah. have a chance to beat you later while you're gone. But you play it on PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play it on Xbox One. Yep. Uh, and they don't have it on Switch yet. Correct. Uh, which I don't think they ever will. Neither of us really have computers that could run it. No. Uh, I mean, maybe mine could if I got a good graphics card in there. But, uh, yeah, not likely. Um so this is my, I can't, I gotta, if I don't do it in the next 30 days, in the days. next 30 days, I'm not going to have an opportunity to, uh, unless I just buy a PS4. I was just going to say, <laughs> what if it just drives you so crazy that you end up buying a, a whole console to continue to play against me? Uh, Emily would break up with me. <laughs> I'll just have to, what are the most trollish characters in Dragon Ball Fighters? Cause like we can play that on the switch together. Um, I mean, any of the Gokus maybe. Just all Goku's. Yeah. Goku Black is pretty bad. I think um what's that fucking big old meathead Broly? Oh yeah. I like him. He's fun. He's a big dumb. But there's no one that like doesn't fit. Right. Like if they put Negan Dragon in Ball Dragon Ball Fighter. Fighters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like if they they got if they put like they gotta put some like in order for someone that just truly would be like, why is this person fighting me as this character? It would have to be someone like if they put like Pikachu in Dragon, and Dragon Ball, Fighters. I was gonna say Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, but that would actually like fit movie version Sonic. Okay, the Hedgehog. yeah, that'd be 3D model. They should add him to Tekken. Oh, they should. Uh, that looks really bad. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, and I was, I'm so mad at myself because when they <laughs> first announced it, they first announced they were doing a Sonic the movie, Sonic movie, and everyone was like, "This is gonna be terrible." Uh-huh. I was like. No, man. What if they do it right? What if they make a fun little Sonic movie Sonic. that's, like, animated and, like, Sonic is just doing his thing, shaking his dick, and, like... What? That's been an expression of yours today. <laughs> that's, like, I think this that's the first time on air that you've used it, but, like, three times today I've heard you say, shaking your dick. <laughs> it's just a... What know, does that mean? Doing your thing. That's that's just part of doing you? It's just doing it's you, It's just man. allowing just your, dick your dick to shake? Yeah. And if you're if you're, like... Having to hide who you are. That's if, not shaking your dick. Okay. That's putting your dick in your pants. I'd st- but anyway, so, if to, like if that was like this is gonna be fun, it's gonna be good. It could it has the potential to be good. Yes. And then they released this abomination <laughs> of a trailer and it's truly horrifying. I think he's cute. I think I can't tell if I you're think, joking or not. I think he's cute. I my main beef is like okay, whatever. Like I I know some, you're you love Sonic. People get very invested in video game franchises. I always expect the movies to be awful. Mm-hmm. Like I just expect that to happen. Detective Pikachu. Was I don't a blast. know. I'm I'm not super. I have no investment in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But what bums me out is the fact that like people were so upset over it that like they decided like okay we're going to like change his look and redesign and reanimate it. Yeah. But they haven't announced that they're delaying the movie. So now all these poor animators are going to be forced to crunch themselves into well, an oblivion to reanimate. I don't think they're going to reanimate him. I think they're just going to change the model. And you can if you keep the wireframe of the model the same, but you just change the the model, but you don't have to change the animations. So it's really it's uh, like maybe make a few tweaks in them, but uh, the animation is separate from the actual character model. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about making... That's why, like, if you see, like, mods in, like, uh, for, like, a fighting game, like, you know, you see, like, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mods or something like that where they put, like, Goku in there. Uh, they, they just use the same wireframe as, like, Ganondorf, but they just put, like, a Goku model over it so you don't have to change any of the animations. So it's, it's, it's a little different with movies, but they... They shouldn't, and I don't think they're going to be like major changing the character or anything to where he would move differently. I He's still going to have the same weird body, uh, but my uh, desire is that nobody is forced to crunch to change something that is not what's wrong with that movie. Yeah, like Sonic looking different isn't going to fix. No, and honestly, Jim Carrey looks really fucking fun he, in that he does, movie. He does look like he'll be he'll be fun. 
Uh, I'm going to see it. <laughs> I'm going to see it in theaters. Like, don't get me wrong. Beautiful. Uh, and then they'll add him to Tekken. Yeah. They'll add Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik <laughs> to Tekken 7. <laughs> and only then will you defeat Negan. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait to fire that game up. Me neither. I, I am ready. Um, also. To clean your clock. Um, the, 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 I don't remember what I was going to say now. Um. Oh, but they're making a Super Mario Brothers movie as well. No, wait, what? They are, okay. and but it's being made. It's not being made by like, uh, like Paramount or something like that. Like and they're gonna be like, what if Son- Mario was like a real guy in like the real world? Because they already made the perfect Sonic or Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, there. It's actually being made by Illumination, uh, which is a th- animation studio. I, they made like the Despicable Me movies and stuff like that. Um, okay. But I think that they could make something really good with it. And if they just like make it in the Mario world and like do the thing with it, I think it could be a fun little movie. Is Del the Funky Homo Sapien in it? Yes. Cool. I'm on board. If if Del the Funky Homo Sapien uh voice like Wario or something like that. <laughs> Wario? <laughs> Why Wario? I don't know. Who else would he voice? Who would Del voice? In Ooh, the Mario you could universe? voice like uh baby Bowser. <laughs> Or Bowser Jr. <laughs> what? I don't know. Who do Why? you think? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. And would it be in his Deltron 3000 persona? Or would it be just his normal Delta Funky Homo Sapien? If we can expand into like all Nintendo IP, I feel like he would be like a good K.K. Slider from Animal Crossing. But that K.K. Slider's not going to be in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Why not? Yeah, that's a good point. There were people talking about wanting there to be like a uh, Smash Brothers cinematic universe. I think that all media should stop. <laughs> all of it. That is my take. Yeah. Everyone trying to take. recreate like Marvel's golden formula and failing hard with it. I just I don't understand why like like cinema and literature need to exist when this podcast already does. That's true. You guys, we are, we have this is a hundred episode one hundred and thirty five. That's that's a hundred and thirty five hours. Actually, one hundred and thirty six hours because we had a two hour long episode one time. Uh, actually, no, I think we've had two two hour long episodes. So like, you have so much content you can just like dive into. With you this guys, show. and honestly, every one of you that's listening to this right now, if you've made it this far, think about it. Mm-hmm. Really think about. It. Have you ever re listened to an episode? Yes. Because if you are Hungry for content. Don't go on Netflix. No. Don't go on Hulu. What a waste of time. Just start the Michael Dupree Variety Hour over again mm-hmm. from episode one. And that's 135 hours of content. Yes. that's It's not even 135 hours in a day. That's more hours. There's more hours of you podcasting than there are Marvel Cinematic Universe hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. I've put more work into That's this an podcast. I've put more work into this podcast than the amount of combined effort hours into any Marvel movie combined. More blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. And your podcast has had three talking raccoons. Yeah. So, I win. Uh huh. Marvel loses. Yep. That's uh, one point for Michael. But I will say, I think of all like you know people trying to make cinematic universes, uh, Marvel has done a pretty spectacular job. Um, I don't think anyone else has been able to pull it and even something close to it off or ever will be able to really dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the deal with the game of Thrones these days? I have no idea. I'm just <laughs> I guys. Okay. I have, I, this is an intervention Oh God! for all of you game of Thrones fans out there. Um, I, can you just like, Look, you can talk about Game of Thrones, but quit trying to find different ways to to stop to get around the fact that I muted every freaking character's name on Twitter. I don't I I don't watch Game of Thrones. I probably will at some point, but I'm so tired of seeing about it and I understand that it's a popular show and people want to talk about it. But I've muted Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I've muted Daenerys. I've muted Khaleesi. I've muted John Stark. I've muted Cersei. I've muted every dang name you can and I'm still seeing it on my feed. It's, and you know what's the worst? Yes. Is people will do G asterisk M E of 
T H R asterisk N E S. Why do they do that? So, so it gets past the mute box. I, no, I know that that's why people put at, like don't spell things out. But why do they do that with Game of Thrones? I don't know. Because like I get doing it with like like political shit because it's like oh like Twitter is a piece of shit platform and will like you know give you like a a suspension for like speaking out against Nazis. So like yeah. I'm not gonna spell out Nazi or whatever. But yeah. like. Why not spell out Game of Thrones? I, I was very shook when I saw that's, someone did that with Game of Thrones. That's terrifying. I'm like, I don't, I just, I don't want to, first of all, what if I was someone who likes Game of Thrones, watches it, right. just hasn't watched the new season yet, and doesn't want to see anything about it, don't want to see any takes about it, don't want to see how you feel about it, because I know people have been really not enjoying this season, but what if you don't want to go into it with that kind of mindset? And every, seeing all this... People are rude. Be respectful, man. Uh, I've actually been calling it activity of chairs on Twitter <laughs> to circumvent <laughs> your you. blocked list. I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> uh, I think there should be a whole separate Twitter for, for Game of Thrones. Just, a, just just take their own, just take everything and go yes. away. Uh, I It makes me not want to watch it. Cause it's like <laughs> that's not the only thing that makes me not want to watch that show, but um, but that's, that's, um, uh, um, but they should add a dragon to Tekken Seven. That's all I'm saying. A dragon, like a like a full scale sized dragon that takes up the entire screen. Somebody like I just learned there was like zombies on that show, and I was like, what the fuck are we doing? I did not, I don't know anything about that show. I did not know. Yeah, I really don't know anything. Human human ladies give birth to eggs. They yeah, lay eggs. Are you joking? No. <laughs> I just learned that. Oh. Man. This is... Uh, we should have probably put a spoiler tag on this. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Two guys who've never watched Game of Thrones spoil Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. We talk... Uh, we spoil the order of the planets and the solar system. Man, if we didn't turn people off to it about our conversations earlier in this... Uh, yeah, this podcast, I feel like we really made people mad with this part, <laughs> talking guff about Game of Thrones. Although I feel like a lot of people will be on our side now, because I feel like everyone hates Game of Thrones now. True. With this season. But I feel like it's like, if I if I were like a mega fan, and I hated it, I wouldn't, I'd be like, this is my thing to hate, though. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I've committed to this. You can't this. hate it if you don't know anything You don't about know. It. I feel like I've already dedicated we dedicated too much time to this podcast to the show that I don't even want to talk about. No, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What else we got? Uh, so how do you feel? How do you feel moving to Japan? Ooh, we haven't even really talked Ooh, about babe. this. Yeah, um, we got thirty days left. It's uh, exciting. It's just it's crazy because it's I went. Um, I guess you know I'll give a little bit of the old backstory for the listeners and what have you. Um, I went in 2016, and the day that I leave for Japan uh, that you're listening to this will pretty much be three years to the day that I came home uh, on that trip. Um, and I had I had a research uh, paper accepted at a conference uh, in Japan when I was in grad school, so I got to travel there. And I was just enamored with it. Like, I was super, super into it. Um, and I really tried to, like, you know put that all into perspective and like really try to be aware of like, okay, like, yes, I am like, I, I like weebish things. I don't like to identify as a weeb, but like, I'm, yes, I'm into video games and anime, whatever. And like, I had never left the country before with the exception of Canada, which like doesn't really count. And like Japan is a huge, like, you know, dramatic change. Like that's a, that's a very big first. Um, Especially because my conference was in Fukuoka, uh, which does not get Western tourists, like, whatsoever. So there's, like, once I left the conference center, there's, like, no Americans, nothing to cater towards English speakers, like, total immersion, like, figure it out. Um, And so it was mind-blowing. It was awesome. And, like, before I had even left, I was doing research into, like, these different companies of, like, how could I, like, get a job here and live here? Um, Because I did not want to go home. And I felt like homesick for it after I left and I just didn't shut up about it like nonstop would talk about Japan and I really like and I but I did try to put in perspective like am I like romanticizing this because again it's like the first time I ever left the country and it's like this huge like new experience um I was mostly there on vacation you know like the conference is like 
a day. Um, so it's like a lot different from living and working there. Um, like, yeah, they like have, you know, a bunch of like my interests align with like Japanese culture, whatever. Um, but I like kept that all in mind and I went to Italy the next year. Um, and I went to Rome, Florence and Naples and it was amazing. And it was like super cool and a really great experience. And I'm like really thankful to have the privilege to be able to travel like that. But, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with Italy, but like I could live the rest of my life and never go back there because it just, it didn't like grab me or speak to me in any type of way. Um, whereas, uh, you know, there's just other places that I would rather visit. Whereas like in my mind, I've always been like, I need to at least get some type of job where I can afford to like travel to Japan, like annually. Like that's how bad I like needed to be back there. Um, so that idea really just kind of stuck around with me for three years and it finally got to a point where, you know, I was, I didn't have a lot of obligations or things holding me back and it just made sense to start like really applying for and interviewing for jobs there. Um, and it happened super, super fast. And before I knew it, I accepted an offer and here I am about to leave. Uh, so it's, it's. Bonky Kong. It's crazy because I really am just now, like I just now put in my 30 days notice at work. Um, you know, I I've just now like made my little like social media like announcements and like have been like speaking about it more openly to people outside of like my immediate circle uh, and like doing the celebratory thing and like seeing some friends where it's like, I might not see you again before I leave, like doing like the, you know, like a real like goodbye type of thing. And it's like just now starting to like really sink in and feel real. Um, I had a, a friend at work that just went there on vacation uh, for like a good two weeks and just got back. And we had like an hour and a half long lunch and just like talked about Japan the entire time. Um, I went to this like very Japanese style restaurant uh, in Japan the other night and like, with a friend that I had gone to Japan with that like lived there for several years. So it's like all these things are just like very like it's making it just feel super real and like present and all of the hard work is out of the way, you know, getting like a work visa and stuff like that was all very like time consuming. Um, and now I'm just basically chilling until I leave and it's feels big it's it's huge it's awesome like my downtime uh when I'm just like killing time at my current job wrapping things up like I'm on like articles of like the like 10 best arcades in Tokyo and like you know just all these different spots and I'm like adding things to my google maps and like I'm like there already you know yeah uh it's it's big stuff I'm excited heck yeah I'm very excited for you and uh I am going to live vicariously, and it's going to be, uh, like, my first time probably leaving the country going to visit you next year. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, like, other than going to Canada and stuff, but, yeah. Come through, never, baby. never been on a plane before, I, hope I don't think you can drive to Japan, so. Uh, I tried once. Failed? Yes. Miserably. <laughs> <laughs> don't have that car anymore. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so it's. Come through. Please come visit. Through. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, because I, yeah, I feel like it's just going to be a culture shock. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. It's, I mean, you couldn't, it's like, and I mean, Tokyo, you can really get by with like not knowing any Japanese or like making an effort. Like I'm for sure, like first thing getting a tutor and I'm like really highly motivated to learn Japanese. Um, but it's still, yeah, it's just still like vastly different and, I mean, there's, like, a lot of, like, really, and I always tell people, too, like, I'm, like, not sitting here and, like, acting like it's some, like, utopian society or, like, fun. Like, I hate, like, the weebs for, for people who have not <laughs> heard that term before, just people who are, like, super obsessed with, like, anime and video games and, like, think that Japan is, like, some, like, utopian fun amusement park. Yeah. Uh, when it's a society that has many of its own unique issues. Um which, you know, I don't need to, like, sit here and do all that right now. But, like, it is, it's just, like, really neat traveling to another place and just seeing, like, you start to pick up on, like, very small 
things of like just how people like treat physical space differently and just things that are like so ingrained in the way that like you and I behave that like you wouldn't even think could be different in another country until you experience it. One of the things that I became like immediately aware of when I first got there was just the way that people like queue, like line up for things. Um, so like crossing the street, if you're a pedestrian and you're like waiting for like the light to change, like here, I'm just always used to like getting right up to the road. Like I'll stand, like if someone's already there waiting, like I will like kind of stand more to the side of them. And like, I'm cause I'm like, I'm going to be walking faster than you get out of my way. Like, you know, like it's, you're just, you're doing you where like I immediately realized I was the only one doing that in Japan. Like, not like elbowing into people, but you know, making my way to the front of this group of people waiting across the street. And I just like very quickly like realized that people don't do that and like checked myself and stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like just little like body language things like that, I think are like really interesting to like observe. And like, like people don't like point at things. Like when you're like, hey, like where's, um, like, could you, you know, if you're like, oh, yeah, you, you know, uh, oh, that building, you just got to go, like, three blocks down this way. And we would just, like, point with a single finger yeah. as, like, aggressive. Oh. So, like, you use, like, your whole open hand. Oh. Like, oh, it's down this way. Interesting. Instead of, like, that. And it's just, like, a little, just a real subtle, just use open use the whole open. Hand. Yeah. Mm. Which I think they do at, like, Disney World or something. Interesting. It's, like, something that, you know, like, corporations, like, like they're guests, not customers like type of like kind of like grab things from other cultures but yeah that's like a very japanese like you don't point at stuff interesting yeah so it's really really neat to like be able to travel and appreciate things like that i don't know i'm also excited for just the the mcdonald's black burgers mm-hmm. <laughs> you basically just have to come for the shaka shaka chicken <laughs> yeah just just to send it to me i don't have to go that's really all there is email it to me Email you some shaka shaka chicken. Yeah. You got it, buddy. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today, for today's chill chat. Uh, And so, like you said, people can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at 15 steps, 15 underscore steps. Yep. Spell that 15 out. Yes. F-I-F-T-E-E-N underscore. S-T-E-P-S. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Confirm that. Instagram and Twitter. Uh, And then 12am in Tokyo.com. Yeah. Check it out. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, Matthew. Thank you so much for having me, friend. Uh, and yeah, so the day this is being released is the day you are out of my life forever. Flying away mm. on a jet plane. Well, you have a wonderful day. Uh, I will fight you in Tekken shortly here. I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm so turned up for that. Heck yes uh so that's that is our show guys we will be back next week with a very fun episode uh so you don't want to miss it uh we'll be back after this with more fun bye 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 the michael debris variety hour is powered by pinecast and is a member of the planet ant podcast network Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.